right. with that being said, um, y'all want to get into it? Let's get cracking, man. Let's get cracking. Well, we would like to welcome you. Oh, no? Okay, oh. Ayo, go on. <laughs> I, to... I thought I was taking over. No problem. You... But Ayo no, no, no. has been doing it, to be honest uh, with you. Do you know what? So... I kind of like no Ayo's voice, you know, when he does the intro. Yeah, it's nice. It's <laughs> Sorry, Christina, man. Oh, and then the questions. No, 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 no offense. No offense, Dick. No, 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 you can close us out. Go on, Ayo. Grace us. Okay. Yeah, key, key. No problem. No problem, my brother. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to let's just call this our end of year review. Aww. We want to welcome you once again to the CQ <laughs> podcast uh, with myself, Ayo, Christina, Emmanuel. Honorary mention. Welcome, everybody. Honorary mention to our dear brother Bengal, who cannot be with us currently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he's, he's busy being a boss elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, honorary mention to our brother as well. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, as I sort of, what's the word, alluded to? Mm. This is our. Um, this is going to be the final episode for this year. So we're going to take the time to reflect, look back, and sort of go through everything that's happened to us this year, um, with some focus on maybe our journeys through faith throughout the year. Because, as we all know, the world sort of ground to our standstill at the beginning of this mm. year. We're really going to talk about how it's affected us. And other things that have affected us this year. If any of you guys, just go for it. Well, I feel like this. This probably so much to say and I'm thinking how much do I share, how much detail do I share, do I make it very detailed, do I make it not as detailed um, but I think this year has been a very intense type of year I think for me and for so many people I'm pretty sure that we can all share <laughs> this word intense, it, it's, been, it's been very very intense and I think even before lockdown and before we um we started realizing that our life was pretty much going to change um i think it was already a little bit intense for me um in terms of my faith i can definitely say hands down that this this is the year that um i've actually fallen in love with god the more i can see that compared to any other year uh this year just the just the connection and just how loved I felt um has been has been different and I think I've experienced that um with God directly and through other people as well that God has put in my in my life. The way my year started was was crazy. I, I didn't tell anybody because it was just a very difficult time. literally almost around this time last year I got scammed and I lost a lot of money. So the way 2020 started for me was in a place where I felt very low and I just felt very, very low, like in terms of confidence, in terms of like trusting myself, in terms of like 
um, finding it difficult to forgive myself for the fact that I, I, I got scammed, just so many different things. But I feel like through that season, God really showed me how no matter what happens, it's always going to put specific people in your life to help you. So when when he tells us to rely on him, <laughs> I basically had to learn whether I wanted or not. I really, really got to learn how how to do that in practice, just literally relying on him for for the very little things because i had to rebuild myself and rebuild myself financially but even like spiritually and from a emotional point of view i felt like i've gone through a rebuilding and restructuring this year and that is definitely one event that uh triggered uh this this journey we can call it so through through the year I learned so many things about myself. I learned so many things about God. Um, and then I think with the course that I've decided to do around mental health, um, I started just seeing so many things in in the scriptures that were marrying literally what I was studying. So studying mental health practice, specifically CBT. I'm not sure if you guys know who that mm-hmm. is, cognitive behavioral therapy. So basically it's the idea that um, most of the times we find ourselves to be in a cycle where based on how we think we most likely feel a specific way and because of that feeling we act on those feelings and thoughts and that causes a cycle but and that most of the time is what we can use to describe anxiety or depression or things like that but if we look at the cycle differently we can start understanding how to challenge it and I just started seeing in God's word how he actually helps us to challenge our thoughts uh, to challenge our feelings to challenge our behavior through transformation um, and through pretty much um, an awakening like just understanding what God is calling us to do and also understanding the fact that God is is there and literally this year I I just felt God being there through it all I feel like when um you'll know that I'm in a relationship I felt like when it was very difficult through lockdown I felt like if I felt like I couldn't go to anybody I felt God present I just felt that God was always there supporting me and literally like holding me this year this year has been has been crazy man it's been a it's been a journey it's been it's been a journey I've learned so much uh at first when lockdown started um it was weird it was very very weird uh, but I feel like through through lockdown I learned to the the sort of time that I started putting into learning learning about God started started shifting before I found it very very difficult to read my bible I'm not sure about you guys but I didn't used to look forward to it I didn't like it to be honest with you I can't even lie when other people used to tell me oh yeah <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I read my scriptures and everything and I just feel so good about myself I would just look at them like I don't know what you're talking about and I wish I could go back and just like not be so proud and be so like um you know I don't know not be so stuck up and actually ask them how do you do it how I wish I could go back and you know but now I use that mentality if people come to me and tell me something that's very useful instead of being defensive you know just just asking it's key but yeah literally through this lockdown I felt like I started reading more 
And I also felt like I started understanding God more. Um, I started uh, wanting to know about God and wanting God to tell me more about myself and more about what he wants me to do. So it goes back to what I was saying at the very beginning, just relying, relying on God. Um, I'm a very PA type of girl, personal assistant. Like I like to have everything scheduled, everything planned, everything sorted, everything organized. So uh, the very beginning of the year just like put me in a position where it wasn't about me it wasn't about my strengths or what I could do or what I had it was more about what I didn't have and what God could still do through me even if I didn't have so so much growth and then in May I had um, uh, had uh, an operation as well and I feel like, again, that was another time where, again, I had to rely on God because it was something very new to me um, and very scary because it was the first time. But God has been faithful, uh, you know, through, through that as well. And again, um, some people came to my house to pray for me. Um, pastor, my pastor actually, came to, to the house to pray for me. And that was so, so beautiful. Just so many things. And then by the time I got to October and it was my birthday, I just, what I could see compared to any other year, the amount of prayers that I received this year, just like people praying for me, speaking life into my life, just like uh, speaking wisdom, speaking love. I, I just felt so overwhelmed. I was just like, I can see that things are changing, things are shifting, you know, the amount of prayers that I'm receiving and who I'm receiving them from from as well. Uh, I could mm. go on and on, but I know that this is for all of us to, to share, but I feel like this has been a, a real uh, game changer type of year. You know, Corona has been here, lockdown has been here, but here, but um, I feel like, if anything, it's just teaching me so many things about my relationship, about myself, about my relationship with my parents as well, my relationship with God, just so, so much. But if I could say overall, I'm I'm just so grateful because I can really see the hand of God upon my life. I make mistakes. I make a lot of mistakes. I'm nowhere near perfect. Um, but what what I can say is that my God mm. is perfect and I just I just love him. I just I just really, really love God. I feel like before, you know, when pastor would say, uh, some people do yeah. play church. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe I was mm. doing play church because I was more going through the motion of things, just like uh, it was just quite mechanical. I can't lie, uh, quite mechanic. But now it's more, it's more intentional. I love God, and that's why I say, for example, now we're talking about what we want to do for kings and queens, you know, in GOF. I'm excited because not only I've dreamt it, I've got this passion. That I love talking about uh, to young people. It's something that it's just my my own mm. very passion. So when then it's driven by God, I think something beautiful can come out of it. But I know that a few years ago, as you asked me to do something, I would have been like, oh, mm, no. Mm. So again, I think this is another area that I can see that God is growing in me. So I'm grateful. God is God is really, really good. Even in the low of my times, even like this week, for example, has been yeah. a difficult week. But I can say that even in the lows, God remains good. I can't lie. God God has been just so gracious and he's been so loving and so kind. 
um so i'm just proud i'm just proud of the father that i have um myself and my partner we call him daddy upstairs mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm just so proud of daddy upstairs you know it it, it just does wonders so yeah in a nutshell what that's would, me what man. would you say was yeah. one of the hardest lessons that you had to learn this year i think one of the hardest lesson is that um learning to be vulnerable because I'm not someone who talks. I don't really, I'm the one that does yeah. the questions, but I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not someone who opens up. So when I, when I got scammed, for example, I learned that, you know, this can't run because there's some things that uh, you just need to be able to open up. You need to share it. You need to talk about it. You need to mm. receive help. So I'm actually someone who I don't like asking for help. It's just something that it doesn't come to me, asking for favors, asking for help. So one of the, I know that that's some not, people will be like, that's not hard. For me, for me, it really, mm-hmm. really is. So one of the, the things that I have to learn is just, put your pride down Christina and just receive help yeah. it's okay that's definitely one of the key things for me oh, wow. that's amazing man yeah, yeah man that's wow that's what I can really say just wow yeah no, I mean this year's <laughs> been a lot for for for, for everybody I think um, yeah. if I'm mm. to go next even myself at the, big, at the beginning of the year um, I was even getting ready to go back and finish university, and that oh, yeah. period was incredibly tasking because I was still pretty much working mm. full time um, here in Essex, and then having to commute like three or four wow. days sometimes during the week to Coventry. Um, and there'll be days that um, I would start my day going to lectures and commentary, having to get a train back for a shift, having to get another, after my shift, coming to get another train back to Coventry so I could be present for wow. my morning lectures the day after, and then drive back down wow. after for a shift before I got home again like my life that that times was insane like it was insane and uh my birthday was literally just before the lockdown um happened as well so um I thank god that I did manage to um have like a last little last minute celebration it was a little breath of fresh air because I was I was really overwhelmed. I was so tired. I didn't want to do anything. Mm. Um, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Mm. Um, the day before, um, I just saw close and I was like, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we, we, we have to come around. So literally, um, that was a little relief. And I was... I was begging God, like I, I need a break, man. Like, <laughs> like this course, this course is mm. really doing me in. Work is doing me in. Not knowing that my break was gonna come in the form of um, lockdown. Um, and even then, it wasn't a break. The only break that I really got was from traveling. But 
I still I was still working from home and trying to complete university from home as well which was very tasking um I remember at the beginning people were like oh how's lockdown making you feel I was just like bro I haven't got time busy (laughs) man literally trust me to to be effectively like (laughs) I got things to do (laughs) like I was mm. I was awake from like because my mom was still going to work so sometimes I would drop her in the morning so I would be awake from like seven thirty to about four sometimes in the morning like I I used what? to be having some disgusting days um because when, wow. once once I'd finished work I would have to pick up um coursework and exam prep so um wow. and it was not easy as well because my tutors were MIA I wasn't receiving the help that I needed for uni so it was it was just struggle Mm. it was really just struggle Mm. um but thank god for um good friends and relations around me um just continually Mm. encouraging um and even you know I even thank god for the distractions as well because like recognizing that mm. your body's not a machine and it does need um them, like social breaks like i did not mind <sighs> indulging in um com- uh, conversations here and there um there were there were no. quite a few things going on through through lockdown um what was it there were, like house party um like just different little different um lockdown things to to keep people sane um during during mm. that period that I got myself into. Oh we oh we also even started a mm. podcast as well, which was like um, yep, yep. therapy whoop, whoop. for for us as well. Um mm. really thank God for that. Um because even even with that, imagine we recorded our first episode in our studio, got everything working. And then the week after we were in lockdown and we were just like, what the heck? Wow. And we had already said that we were, we wanted to be consistent. So we literally on the fly had to um, learn and decide how we were going to get things um, out there. So mm. it, it was a rapid turnover. And we really just thank God for innovations and um the diligence mm. um that we had to really bring these things to light um it took a lot of energy because i would basically like non-stop even i would say um corona has been bittersweet because um mm. it's kind of allowed me to take uh, a much more relaxed role in church as well like I can't lie mm. I'm <laughs> when they call Christina pastor's daughter yeah bro I'm overjoyed <laughs> <laughs> I am overjoyed I'm like because <laughs> there's one word there, 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 there's a word that I've been um hearing um often now like this burnout of a thing um yeah it's real seriously real real. real. seriously real and it's real 
spiritual burnout and work burnout, Man. friendship burnout. And yeah. it was a thing where I was recognizing the traits, but I just didn't have an off button or a way to deal with what mm. I was feeling because it was constantly mm. me being it would be constantly me saying I'm tired I'm tired I'm tired or I'm busy I'm busy mm. or I just haven't got yeah. the strength to to do that um but in me saying that I will still be going out of my way to be doing things that had to be done so mm. uh may this is all um, happening while my sister's even was meant to be getting married this year. So, so yeah. there was a lot of things happening in my house as well, like so much. Mm. Um, okay, imagine that was all happening. So in May, um, finished uni. So that was one thing that was off my plate now. Um, but then. We were back at work. I was back at work. So we went, we were back in stores in June, like first of June, we were back in stores. So, um, yeah, no rest. I was just like, cool. Um, and my plan was to even leave my job um, that, that June or July, pre-corona, um, but I was just like, it would be, uh, it would be, uh, what's the word? It, it wouldn't be responsible for me to, to leave in the middle of a pandemic, a job, you know, like I've still got bills to pay yeah. and these things. So I was just like, let me just bide my time. Um, so I'm still going to work. I'm still doing a million and one things. Um, hmm. and I was, I was hearing like in my head, I was just, I was just hearing a lot, like you need a break, you need a break, you need a break, you need a break. So when hmm. Boris eased the lockdown and the invitations to come outside and play started coming in, I took full advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't even front I took full advantage I was outside outside <laughs> like <laughs> I, was, I was outside I you know there's a meme and the guy's just like I don't give a heck <laughs> I'm going out <laughs> like, I didn't give look I said I'm me I'm I'm God's favorite child you know yeah, I know everyone says that, but I'm God's favorite child. No corona. Nothing can stop me. You can't stop my sign. Obviously, we were taking the precautions and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was just like I needed that little break yeah. just to be with my people, just to be able to laugh, mm-hmm. sing, just to mm-hmm. vibe with my people and just to forget my worries and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with that now, though, is am I doing this for the glory of God? How is my my how is my flesh going to be disgratified 
by being in these environments um, and my spirit is going to be comfortable. So that's when the internal battles really started waging war. Um, and I was noticing the spiritual decline because I can't lie, up until that point, um, I think I was doing all right. I think I was, I think I was ha- hanging in there because I was getting my my daily dosage of Holy Spirit and whatnot. But once I started indulging mm. in my flesh, like, oh man, it was, it was serious. It was it was really serious, and um, I think when when did I realize that? Um, I don't think there was a point where I really realized, but you know, you you recognize the changes and the differences, like um, you're not engaging in um, the environments that you used to as much, you're not in your word as much, you're not mm. praying as much. Mm. Um, mm. Little things are, I'm quite irritable as it is, but little things are becoming more irritable um, I can't tell. Um, you say you, you can tell. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I like, Oh, I'm a great actor. <laughs> if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm a great actor. If if there were a lot of PKs yeah, say I'm that. A, to be honest, I'm, I'm a, I've, I've learned. I've learned. I don't know if it's well or bad, but I definitely know how to cover things. There's no well or. But I definitely, <laughs> I, I definitely know how to bottle my emotions or hide how I'm really feeling. I'm very selective of what is portrayed on the outside. Um, I never want to be mm-hmm. a party pooper or or, or, mm. or be known as um, overly emotional. Um, like, mm. it's a stigma. Um, but mm. as I'm going through that now... Um, I'm just recognizing the decline and the decline. And I came across a saying, I think on, on my podcast, we were going through Jonah. Um, that was actually our 10th episode. We were going through Jonah and uh, a saying came across, a saying that we came across, I can't remember where it was from, but I really um, resonated so much with it. And it said, when you hit rock bottom, recognizing that God is the rock at the bottom. Um, mm. And I was, I always used to be contemplating, am I really at rock bottom right now? Am I still going down? Uh, where am I right now? And in my heart of hearts, I feel like I was still. I feel. I felt. I felt like I still had a lot more to go. Like I was like, I'm not at rock bottom. Like I'm not there. But I was. I still kept feeling like I need to get out of this place. Uh, we're in like. September now and mm-hmm. 
or the end of August or so. And then I think, when did Boris start bringing 10 p.m. curfews? I think okay, October. Okay, so it must have been before yeah. that. Um, but summer's coming to an end now. And uh, my social battery is really depleted. Um, and now um, work is just... <sighs> I, I know I've got problems, but you go into work here. And it's just not helping your mental state at all. Like, mm. at work, I was putting it up front as well. Mm. Like, you know, everything is cool. But everyone is just bearing their all. And I'm just like, mate, in my head, it's like, you think you're the only one going through it, son? <laughs> <laughs> you think yeah. you're the only one going through it? And it's just like such a negative place. I was just like, I cannot mm. actually do it. For what they're paying me, I cannot yeah. continue like this. Mm. So an opportunity mm. arose and I was just like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I need to bounce. So um, that was quite a big decision for me. Um, left my job in beginning of September and the opportunity that I thought like the other job that I thought that I was going to transition into, I actually fell through. So, um, hence I became jobless in September. Mm. But I wasn't fast. I wasn't fast. I felt this odd sensation of peace, um, which is one thing that I will always choose. I will always choose peace. Um, whenever I see mm. it, um, when I recognized peace early 2019, um, I always said I'm gonna choose peace, regardless. Where 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 I see it, I'm gonna hold on to it, and I'm gonna just go with it, you know. So I saw that peace, and I believe that's when I started to ask God, all right, then, how do I get back on track? because I've noticed that I've gone a long way. I've gone far, far, far. I need um, a new direction. I need a new vision. Um, I need I need assistance. That's when I became um, a lot more, um, I would say, I made the decision to get more accountable started having more uh, conversations with people that I knew leaving those conversations were going to benefit me for the rest of my life I recall um, having a meeting with a mentor slash pastor. Um, and that hour meeting still plays back in my head, just in, in terms of, that was like one of my like therapy sessions in this year, like the conversations that we had just left me in a state of awe. Um, in 
the way that this man was able to make me feel comfortable but uncomfortable at the same time um and understanding Mm. that god doesn't want me to remain comfortable and he doesn't want me to remain stagnant but he doesn't want me to feel feel overwhelmed and he doesn't want me to feel overworked the bible talks Mm. about how he asks us to cast all our burdens onto him and he will give us rest Mm. and the understanding Mm. that um it's when you want to become um, a principled man that certain disciplines have to be um, shown throughout your life so you can be a disciplined and principled man for your vision, for God's vision to really take over in your life. And that's a word that I've been holding on to um, since October um, like discipline, principle, and peace. Like these are things that I'm really trying to hold on to in this season just to elevate me in this next period of my life. Um, and then, yeah, where I am right now, um, I say that I'm. I'm jobless, but I think I'm probably one of the most busiest jobless people um, (laughs) known to man currently um, because there are quite a few projects um, going along in the pipeline. Um, And I remember having a conversation with someone and saying not to ask me how much is in my bank account, but to ask me what I'm doing, like to ask me what I'm actually doing. Like I feel wealth mm. is not in currency, uh, but it's mm. dependent on what you value as currency, Definitely. essentially. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things that I'm doing that are making me feel wealthy. I think it's just. Um, uh getting things done is now my my next mm-hmm. thing is because there's a lot of my plate prioritizing and organizing having to become um so much more uh important to me so um mm-hmm. and where i um i still need to get a blood test because um, i really feel like i'm anemic because mm-hmm. i'm always tired like, I know I was talking earlier about yeah. taking Sunday naps, which I will still recommend regardless of wherever. But um, <laughs> like my body is still very tired. But it was good. It, do you take I vitamins? Do, um, it's, it's, it's irregular, but I do take vitamins. I've, I've got, like, um, what's this other thing? These iron supplements as well. Yeah. Um, but, nah, but I know I still need to go and get I think I'm just scared of like medical practitioners right now um I'm walking into a GP but now I definitely need to um check that everything is all good in my body um I feel like that's one thing that Mm. black people in general we feel like we're we're superhuman um so we neglect Mm. the state of our body but now 
fam, you can't you can't just ignore the signs. Um, but mm. yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm getting the best out of my time. Um, now, um, yeah. But now I would say yeah. that I'm in a, I'm in a much healthier place um, mentally. Okay. Um, That's good. I'd still say that I'm I'm going through it daily, but um, I, as Christina was saying, like being more vulnerable um, with trusted people mm. around you um, is such a relief that. No, knowing that I don't mm. have to carry all of this, all of these things by myself. Um, knowing that mm. um, God is really there to hear all my cares and concerns. Um, quick plug, actually, I just finished reading this book, The Shack. I'm not sure if I told you guys about it. Um, you told me about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah this book, The Shack, by W. M. Paul Young amazing book believe that there's a movie as well there is a movie but I saw the trailer for the movie and it does not do the book justice at all Um, but um, and reading that book I read it during this um, fasting period like towards the latter end of this fasting Mm. period Um, and that's another thing um, that I'll talk about this fasting but reading that book, like the paradigm shift in my thinking now, um, is immense. Um, and I think I was telling Ayo like the big themes: love, love, trust, relationship, forgiveness, um, and relationship. All we've got, like these are what um, are shown in the book. And um, yeah, no, I, I definitely recommend it. The shack, um, but yeah, it's just little things like that. Like I'm reading a lot more currently. I'm reading another book called The Sacred Search and Relational Intelligence. Um, understanding mm-hmm. how important relationships play a part in your lifestyle, um, mm-hmm. and yeah really trying to rely on and really trying to rely on that relationship that I have with the Holy Spirit um, to carry me through my day to day um I think it's probably one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning right now um but in general 2020 it's been a been a crazy roller coaster been a been a crazy mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a thrill seeker but this is a thrill that was definitely not anticipated or could have ever been calculated um but i just thank god that i'm still here um and i thank god that um the 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 song says i was lost but now i'm found um and i just thank god for his grace and ability to you know to pick pick up from where we left off you know like Mm. um, I think it's important to recognize that in this journey of life we're never always going to be rosy like we're going to always have some some valleys that we're going to have to travel through Um, but knowing that 
we are destined for for greatness is always um is always a I don't know what I don't know how to describe the feeling but it's always uh it's always something to look forward to I guess like the future yeah. promises like even you were you were talking yesterday numbers um 22 24 to the end yeah six number six 22 mm-hmm. like those promises that um he has for us like is is just insane to to know that that's one scripture with three verses with about six promises mm. do you know what i mean like um it's just amazing that we serve a god who's able to love us so much more than we can even understand or imagine or more than we can even pay back um to him but all he really wants is Mm. he just wants that consistent relationship and that's what um was trying to foster but yeah that's my Mm. my 2020 man What a year! What a year! It sounds like you've learned, you've learned a lot, and you've been you've been intentional about it. Because even when you say about um, the pastor slash mentor that you mm-hmm. had, you know that must have been intentional. Uh, the fact that you started uh, seeking accountability yeah. as well, you know, it sounds like you you've understood. Uh, areas that needed to be changed and you brought it to, to the Lord and now you've been intentional and as you said recognizing that it's not always going to be rosy but the key thing is recognizing that um, along the way we will meet some roses mm-hmm. we, we will meet some uh, you know flowers that don't look like roses maybe a little <laughs> bit dark <laughs> but it, overall it's still a, you understand overall it's still a garden too it sounds like there's some good work going mm, on for yes. you. So, God bless you, man. God bless you. That's, even, that, that, that's yeah. even funny that you talk about gardening because the book in the shack um, uses a lot of gardening metaphors mm. as well. Um, mm. Yeah, no, it's a, definitely a shout. Mm. Mm. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yes, thanks for sharing, bro. Thanks for sharing. That was all off. Um, I guess I'm I'm going now. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's get real for a second. Yeah. So the start of this year, I, I was like I was coming into 2020 sort of optimistic because, like the previous year, I had rediscovered my love for um, gospel and like mm. singing in the church and doing things in the church and I came into 2020 um with like a clear set plan about where I wanted to uh, where I wanted the the choir especially to go in in the in like during Mm. this year and then Mm. corona put like brought those plans to like a screeching halt and I was still still sort of optimistic, but I started to just get lower and lower. And then it was around my birthday in May. Like something that has been happening to me for the past couple of years is that 
every time my birthday hits, that's that sort of week around it, I start to go through a, a mini existential crisis. I start to get really deep. I start to think about um, what's going on in my life, what's going on around me. Um, and yeah, I get really into my own head about the whole thing. Mm. And um, then we started this podcast about a week after that. And those mm. first few um, recordings where we talked about community, it it sort of just, I want to say, punched me out of my funk because that's what it was. It was an it was a it was an impact, like a real strong impact that. I'm that I wasn't like alone that I had people around me that I could confide in if I needed to that um I wasn't the only one going through things I wasn't the only one who was struggling even though I knew that I didn't really know that if you know what I mean mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah those first couple of sessions especially really brought me out of myself and like throughout this this period, it led to me developing a closer relationship with my siblings, my sister especially. Um, you two know that me and Oluwatosin, because we're quite similar, we tend to disagree a lot. Mm. We tend to get into arguments a lot and fight a lot. I'll say I know siblings mm. fight and stuff, mm. but. It was like we were we were fighting more than we were talking in a sense, and it got to a point where mm. it was just better for us to hardly speak to each other than to potentially speak and then get into arguments. But over lockdown, because we were forced to spend time together, um, mm. we actually started to develop a and like a more proper sibling relationship, so much so that. We have, like, our shows that we've watched together, just us two, no one else. We have our things that we can talk about, just us, no one else. I can tease her, she can tease me. It's It's all good fun. And if she ever needs to, she can talk to me and I'm there to help her. She doesn't, like, run off to Benga or run to mum and dad. She can come and talk to me. So, you know, I've got to thank God for that because... It was bad, but now, now, Mm. a good, healthy place, and I can only expect that to get better moving forward. Mm. I'm going to um, agree with what Emmanuel said um, with regards to uni, because having to finish off the school year from home brought along its own challenges. Like, because you, because when you're at home, you, there's also that um, temptation to not take everything seriously, to just run mm. off mm. and relax because you're at home. You can just mm. have the lecture yeah. going on in the background and you can do whatever you want. So that was also mm-hmm. a, a bit of a struggle for me because, I mean, I said this to um, Emmanuel the other day that 
I, I have the tendency to be kind of lazy about things. Mm. So, mm. yeah, it was a real struggle for me to really motivate myself to get the work done on time mm. and to do it to a, a, a standard that I could be proud of as well. So, I mean, we thank God because... I was praying during that time as well because I, there was one particular assignment I was doing that I don't know for like a week or so it just wasn't clicking with me but I was praying I was talking to my lecturers and you know the Lord came through and I ended up getting it done and it was all well and good and you know that was just how that ended I think I was still doing uni work up until about June, July-ish. I think it was. Something like that. And um, the next sort of big thing that happened for me this year was just dealing with um, my mum because, um, as you guys know, she's been ill. And during this period... She had to keep on going for <laughs> hospital um, appointments, going to just loads and loads of things to do with her health. And mm-hmm. that, again, was a struggle. Because there are times where you're like, what has she really done to deserve all this? That she's having to constantly go into hospital, having to constantly um, feel weak, feel tired. And you're like, mm. I'm praying, I'm doing everything that um, is being required of me. But what is what is really happening out of it? What is what what is really coming out of it? And mm. yeah, it was just a a case of we just we just had to remember that we weren't the ones that were in control. That we had to leave it up to God and. You know, she's not completely better, but things are getting easier step by step. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. This has been a bit of a ooh, bit of a frazzle in my brain, but oh, it's alright, bro. Just flow, just flow, just flow. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. Just flow. Uh, I was even gonna say, bro, like. You, I think, I, I kind of want to know the, the statistics for, like, um, those who have come into contact with corona, like, one in how many people or, or whatever, because, bro, two people in, in that household of yours got corona yeah. as well, like, you and your, yourself mm. and your brother, like, like that, like, when I heard that, I was just like, that's insane. The thing is, I didn't mm. even hear it. I got a notification. Yeah, you got from, a message, didn't you? I got a message from NHS, bruv. Like, wow. I was like, what do these people want? And, and you know, Benga didn't even have the cheek to come and tell me. Like, <laughs> that, was another, that, that was another struggle in this house. Cause yeah. First, I'm, I'm already ill at this point. 
And I'm doing my best not to get everyone else um, infected with the flu because if um, mum had got, because of mum's condition, if mum got anything that lowers her immune system, it's it would have been really bad. So I was trying my yeah. best to stay away, keep covered up and all sorts. And then, yeah, mm. one Sunday, Benga comes home and he's like, oh, yeah, I did the, they made us do the corona tests at work. So we're like, oh, okay. Next day, <laughs> he gets an email. Yeah, you have tested positive for corona. You have been advised to self-isolate for 10 mm, days. Man. Everyone else around you for 14 days. So they're like, okay, how's this happened then? Yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah, so... Emmanuel gets the the message and then mum said to me, you know, you've got symptoms. I know you've got the flu, but just in case, test yourself. Mm. So I did my test and I came back positive as well. And mm. like Benga, Benga was very, very lucky. He got, he only had one, one symptom for like two days, and after that, he was fine. Yeah, me on the other hand, cases of that as well. Me on the other hand, I went through it. <laughs> Obviously, not to some mm. to the same extent as um, some other people have been when they've contracted COVID, but it was still pretty bad. And once again, th- throughout that period, I was praying because I was like. I've got, I've got it. Mum's got it. At this point, everyone else in the house needs to get tested. I pray, mm. I pray that no one else in this household has contracted this. Yeah. Because once again, to say that I was, I was bad when I got it. How much more my mom? How much more my sister? Yeah. Like, because one, Olwesson is younger, so younger people are more susceptible. And then, two, those with impaired immune systems are also more susceptible. So, we were praying, we were praying, we were praying. And once again, give all, all the glory to God. Only myself and Benga came back positive. Everyone else, negative. Hmm. <laughs> Big testament. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. I don't really think that I can say anything else about my 2020 because that's how it's been. I actually know. I lie. I lie. I do have one more thing to say. And it's that I have to thank the Lord for Emmanuel. I have to thank him for Emmanuel. Because this guy, it's like he has a sixth sense or something. But whenever I'm like dipping like sort of not doing as much as I should be spiritually, Emmanuel is always the first person to mm. call me and call me out on it. Always. Mm. And I have to thank the Lord for that because he he likes to use, Emmanuel likes to use the word accountability. And yeah. like it really shows how much he's taken that to heart and how much it's mm. affected him and how much his affected those around him I myself being one of those around him who's been affected by it because it's like he's always making sure that 
everyone is at the top of the spiritual game. And, you know, I have to thank him mm. for that. Look at that. I love this. I love this so, so much. Shout out to nah, E-Man. He's here with us. Look, my thing is, yeah, even I'm going to correct you. Yeah. It's not that I want you people to be at the top of your spiritual game. Yeah. Like, I don't even feel like there's a top. Do you know what I mean? Um, It's just progression. Do you know? I love, I love seeing my people win at the end of the day um but i think i have more of an emphasis of progression i don't want to see anyone um like decline or i don't want to see anyone um feel like they're on their own because i felt like that you know what i mean it's not nice i felt like uh, I'm unable to reach out so um, I, there's another saying that says the change I want to see must first begin with me so for <laughs> I, my guy knows he knows come on Chris come on but um, in the sense that um, if I'm going to call myself a change maker I'm, I can't just wait for the big things, but within my sphere of influence, just, you know, sending a message. Uh, if I'm in the area, do you know what I mean? It doesn't take yeah. too much to have um, a five-minute, ten-minute conversation with someone. Like, it doesn't take away from your day. You don't know the... Um, what you're saving somebody from. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, the amount of times that we could do with a conversation and then Holy Spirit will just send someone to disturb us in our day. And then when we look back, you, 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 you recognize that it was so necessary and it was so important. So just imagine yeah. how we can be that person for someone else. Like, even... Christina called me on Saturday morning um, after I had um, prayed on Friday Friday yeah. night. And even that Friday night, oh my gosh, I was so tired. I had, mm. I had, um, I had stayed up. I was up that night. I think I had read the scripture the Psalms 126 and I had ever so slightly gone through Joseph um, because Joseph is a long story like is a a long story but in the week and this is why um, I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit because the Sunday before Mm. after church I listened to a message um Life is unfair, unforgiveness, um, 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 forgiveness university by Mike Todd, innit? Yeah, and I'd mm, actually, yeah. I actually, I don't, I don't even know where the time came from, but I actually sat through, listened to that message, and took notes. It, it'd been a minute since I've actually done that, so I took notes, mm. and he actually went through, um, that story, um, as well, 
So I was I was just remembering bits and pieces when I was reading the story of Joseph that Friday morning. Went through my day and then I was just like, let me take <laughs> these naps are gonna kill me. They won't kill me in Jesus' name. I said, let me just take a small, a small nap because I think I had been up. I had been up from like 2 a.m. Like this, like this past week had been insane. My sleeping pattern had been insane. So I was just like, oh, if I can just get like a a little hour nap in, I can wake up at five and write out these prayer points. Um, I even got my dad to come and wake me up, yeah. He woke me up, but my body didn't get out of bed. I did not get up until, like, six. I said, oh, my God. (laughs) I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I literally, I don't even know what I was scribbling. I just scribbled. (laughs) I I scribbled some some points down, and then we just got into it. I was just like, Jesus. Help me, I need direction because I don't even understand my handwriting right now. So, I God, wow, uh, if I had to write out with paper and pen, I would have all been finished <laughs> that Friday night. Yeah, wow. but I just typed it off on of my, of my iPad. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, and this is like, like, this is what I'm saying in essence, like, listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because I finished that mm. now. And my dad got emotional. I was just like, "What's going on? Like, what's what's like, 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 yeah. like, like, But I was still feeling so dejected. Like, I've, i I was still mm-hmm. in because even I think was it. I, I think it was during this week. I really broke down. Like, I really, I really mm. had like a a serious breakdown. So then Christina called me Saturday, and. I was again running some errands and she prayed for me. I was just like, oh God, I'm so grateful because it's when you least expect it that he will just send. Mm. That's what I was that's it what will. I was saying. He will just send like, like that's how I know that he cares, man. Yeah. Like mm. he 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 yeah. really does care for us. Um even when we feel like we're unworthy, even when we feel like we're on a uh, we're alone, all he all he wants is our heart, and then he can show us how much he cares. Um, mm. Reading this book, there was a passage, and it mentioned along the lines, paraphrasing, how. Um, how can we question God whether he's right or wrong if we truly understood um, the relationship that he wants to have with us we'd understand that each and every one of his actions are for our good recognizing that evil exists in the world and the world is broken and um, life happens according to world events and it's so intertwined with other people's stories but recognizing Mm. that god can still use what we go through for his glory you would never have Mm. to question god and i feel like that's where i'm coming to now to the point where i am understanding that i might not be able to totally understand him 
and that's absolutely mm. fine but what I do understand is that his intentions for me are good and pure mm-hmm. and whenever he and whenever he wants to he's always going to do things for me in my favor so yeah I think that's one of the big things that I'm taking from this year that he's always in my corner regardless Mm. Like regardless, mm. he's always in my corner. But yeah, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I love, 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 love that. Definitely, God, God cares for us, man, and God definitely knows um, how to position us and positions position others in our lives. Uh, you know, in a way that is useful and meaningful and useful yeah. to us yeah helpful to us so yes i love what you're saying iman and also i uh, i'm so so happy to hear um you know the restoration uh of the relationship between you and your sister i think is so important and at the end of the day relationships need to be cultivated you know and I think it's so crazy, especially because a lot of the times it is in our own families that we don't have good relationships. And it's like, snap, you know, God really wants us to use the relationship in our yeah. families as a platform, you know, almost as a battlefield, because that's really where we learn, because then not to not to make it. Uh, romanticize it or anything like that but those relationships that we have really will inform how we then uh, how we we operate in our own relationships it could be marital mm-hmm. relationship yeah. or it could even be when it's our own time to be parents mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we really underestimate the opportunity that is given to mm-hmm. us this is an opportunity. Your family is an opportunity to learn how to love because loving is very difficult. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Loving, it's tough. It's painful sometimes, but it is what it is. It also brings a lot of joy. Um, it, it teaches us so many things, all the, the different areas that even mentioned about forgiveness, about peace, about unity, about all this stuff. I feel like family is your platform to learn yes. all of that. And as you grow, it's literally a reflection of what God gives to us um, we are to then, you know, replicate it. Obviously, we, we, we're not going to, not to not to limit us, but, you know, perhaps we can't compare the two, you know, the love that God has for us and the love that we have for others. But we, we, we can definitely, we can definitely aim to, to practice it. So overall, that's just to say that I'm just so, so happy to hear that, to hear of your relationship with your sister. I think that's, that's Thank beautiful. You. And actually, that is what I take away. Yeah, most welcome. That is actually what I take away, restoration, the power of restoration and the power of healing. Mm. And just the fact that uh, it's only God that is able to do that. I can't lie. Uh, fight me if you want to fight me. <laughs> come for me. <laughs> don't, no, don't come for me. But, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I can create my own restoration. I can do my own healing. This, this I, I, I. But let, let's face it, it's it's tough out mm-hmm. here. So yeah, I, I think we all need God. And the reason why we all need God is because all of us, no matter how good you are, you need to be restored and you need healing. So I think um, that that's just what I've seen God doing in my own life, in my family and in you guys as well. So it's just confirmation. And yeah, I love that. So it's been beautiful listening to you guys. So yeah, restoration is what I take away. Um, I'm going to... 
say that I think for myself, looking ahead into 2021, um, the I believe it's the expectations that I have for my life um, are really laced in the relationship that I have with the Holy Spirit. So, mm-hmm. in essence, what I'm trying to say is in 2021, the focus is essentially not on what I can achieve or the tangible results of my efforts, but the understanding but understanding that the relationship that I have with the Holy Spirit will really dictate dictate the direction in which my life will go. Um, Because I've really... (laughs) um, I can say I've neglected small, small the Holy Spirit and um, um, here, here and there, but understanding that a small shift spiritually can really transform the outlook on one's life so um mm. i believe that's where i really want my focus to be in 2021 how to really improve relations with the holy spirit and around me yeah yeah mm. beautiful um, um my the biggest takeaway for me this this year has been about about unity unity and harmony the reason why I say unity is because there have been multiple sort of movements multiple incidents where we've seen a lot like a large group of people come together under a common belief under a common view and seeing how they express that view. Um, one example that immediately pops to mind is the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, just seeing so so many different people come together in support of this mm-hmm. one movement, it's, it's been both awe-inspiring and heartbreaking. Heartbreaking because of mm. the circumstances that led to this movement gaining such a massive following, but also awe-inspiring, awe-inspiring because of what this movement has achieved so far and what it is still aiming to achieve. And I, I feel like can sort of. Mm take that and apply it to ourselves as well. We've spoken multiple times Mm. about the church, about the community and I really feel like when we truly come together under the under one 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 belief, one view, one central concept, that's when we can really move mountains, we can really do exploits and wonders and I also said harmony because one thing 
I've learned. It's been slow, but I've definitely learned is harmony with myself and what I, I want to do. Mm. To not be so at war with my own ideals. To really adhere to them and really stick to them so yeah unity and harmony Mm. those are my biggest takeaways Mm. Mm. beautiful I feel like today has been such a blessing just reflecting and listening to each other yeah Yeah, really enjoyed it it's been a long one but yeah thank god for it we do we really do Mm -hmm. we do so this is uh I guess this is our little goodbye till till, till next year. Yeah. yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So Christina, would you like to take us out then? <laughs> <laughs> uh yes, I hope you've enjoyed listening to our last episodes for, for the year. I know that I truly enjoyed sharing. And actually listening, as Eamon said, we've we've really grown closer over the months. And, you know, I look forward to, to more. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, we hope that you enjoy the last month of the year. That it's going to be a blessed month for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a yeah. month of peace mm-hmm. and just joy. Mm-hmm. I think joy is what I pray mm-hmm. for for everybody. That you're just going to experience that through and through in all areas of your life. No matter no matter COVID, no matter lockdown. It, it you know whatever happens, uh, whether it's easy or difficult for you, I still pray that joy will be your mm-hmm. portion. Um, and you know un- until then, we just. Uh, we look forward to um, having you join again in the new year mm. where there's going to be more and more content coming yeah. out. Um, but yeah, no, uh, do stay blessed. Uh, this is the CQ podcast. You, you, you. Um, yes, and it's a girl, Christina. It's your man, E-Man. It's your boy, Ayo. And on behalf of my brother, it's been Benga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love, please, and blessings, my people. Blessings to you all. Lots of love. Lots of love. All right. Mm-hmm. We out. Bye, guys. <laughs>